cut the shit. What's going on, everybody? What is going on? Happy What's Wednesday. Up? Gary Luth, how we doing? Hump day. Let's go, baby. Let's go. It's Talking Broad. This is episode three. I'm your host, Fighting Philly. I'm sitting next to my boy, Gary Luth. Yes, sir. And Philly we got Sports some, Radio. some action-packed, jam-packed show for you guys tonight. Uh, Going to be talking, obviously, some Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, and Sixers. Uh, cover some sad news on the national front uh, that we're hearing that we lost a couple of, uh, not legends, but uh, some characters, especially in Saragusa, so the Goose. Uh, his Fox Day presentations were always mm-hmm. fun, but uh, we'll get back to that a little bit later. We have a question of the night, so let us know in the comments, guys. Question of the night is, who is your favorite Philly sports player? acquired via trade or free agency and this is all time doesn't have to be a current player guy doesn't have to be um it could be a retired player Mm -hmm. um but we're going to go question the night and let us know in the comments guys who is your favorite philly sports player uh that we got via free agency or trade uh and we'll kick tonight's show off with uh what's happened today in philly sports uh news so there we go on this day june 22nd uh, of 2006, 
The Philadelphia Flyers should have received the first overall pick in the NHL draft. Should have. Should have, Gare. The ping pong balls didn't go our way on June 22nd. Uh, and we got the second pick overall. That would be who? JVR. JVR, James Van Riemsdyk. So, uh, Patrick Kane. Not Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane went first overall to Chicago, and he's the one that gave us the dagger in 2010 yes, for the game winning goal that. to win the Stanley Cup finals against the Philadelphia So many Flyers. man nights at Fuddruckers. Such a bummer, man. That 2005 2006 season was awful by the Flyers. You know you're excited because there was a lot of hype around Patrick Kane and the ping pong balls don't go our way. Ridiculous. But, I got I got nothing. It's just it hurts. It hurts to talk about it. Ooh, good answer. Tom Keel says Bryce Harper, no doubt, guys. That's a great answer. All right, okay. You're, you're going to get our list. You're going to get my list. You're going to get Gary's list at the end of the show. Uh, but question Stay of the night, tuned. guys. Question of the night. Let us know uh, who is your favorite Philly sports player that we got via free agency or uh, via trade uh, all time. So. Hey, we got. Kind of breaking news compared to last week, by the way. That's true. That's true. So on the Flyers breaking front, news. on the Flyers front. So last week, uh, when we get on the show, uh, we made an offer. Uh, we made an offer to John Tortorella. Okay, and guess what? We got news. Who's the Flyers head coach? There he is, John Tortorella. All right, that's what I'm talking about. So looks like the if, man that didn't he rip, he uh, ripped the tongue out of the mascot. Oh man, tongue out, he is going to slap the shit out of Gritty if he does something bad. He's the one that got into a fight with Peter Laviolette when Laviolette was the Flyers head coach. He's mm-hmm. the one that leaned over and John Tortorella <laughs> smacked a stick out of his hand. Like uh, it was amazing. So I can't um, wait. If you don't know too much about John Tortorella, he is a firecracker. All right, he reminds so, me of that uh, the TikTok the TikTok. Hawkeye, uh, how do you play? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Like that's <laughs> yeah, how he would the, yell the, at the. the uh, one racer, yeah, that's that how he time. yells at the uh, the media. No, true. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and the Flyers had uh, the second to last uh, uh, record in the conference this past year. So definitely, definitely uh, Super Bowl MVP. Oh, that's a good one, Dan. Dan, you're hitting the haymaker. That's on my list. That's one of my honorable mentions for sure. So we'll get to that. Once again, let us know in the comments uh, who is your favorite Philly sports player that we received via free agent or by trade. Uh, uh, Tom Keefe says, Torts will fit in on Broad Street. I do believe so, man. So it's a young team. Um, so his his MO uh, is, you know, coach hard uh, and wants to get the best out of his players. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely likes a fire under their ass but does that fire burn out quickly so i did some right. research yeah i did some research Ooh. out of all makes the one teams, of us <laughs> out of all the teams that he's coached yep. his shortest stint was a five-year coaching stint so be, yeah they, be, they said because he likes to break down the whole team and then build it back the way he likes it for sure for yep. sure so uh we'll see uh i mean obviously uh, i think the main priority is 
is players. Uh, mm-hmm. No matter who the coach is, you got to get talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Flyers are lacking some talent. They got some young guys, but it'd be interesting to see what Torts can do. Uh, and hey, I'm all for screaming at people when you're playing like shit. He he gives zero excuses. He will flat out tell you, "We played like shit tonight. We'll go get him tomorrow." Sometimes know. maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's really all we got on the Flyers news. Nothing uh, game uh, changing as far as they still play on ice. Agent p- pickups. Um, um, you know, but now we have a coach. We got a new leader. Uh, we'll see what he can do. Now it's time uh, for for uh, the front office to go get some players. So yes, sir. moving on. Once again, guys, this is fighting. Philly, Gary Lou sitting next to me. You're talking on Talking Broad on Philly Sports Radio. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that heart button. Leave a reaction. Uh, by Do the way, it. share bombs. The shares are zero dollars and zero cents. So let's hit that share bomb out there. Let's get a few more Philly fans. A little bit of empathy goes a long way in the building. So all right. So let's move on to Sixers. As we've all been talking about this off season, uh, you know what free agents are they going after? Well, who can they even spend their money on? Mm-hmm. Uh, is James Harden picking up his uh, his one year option? His player option, right. and then I'll re-extend them after. So we got some some news, not really breaking news. Uh, Woj, sort of sort breaking of. news. Woj announced uh, earlier to, uh, yesterday that um, James Harden uh, most likely will be picking up his option for $47 million, uh, but is looking at a two-year extension on top of that. So the numbers that are being thrown around is about three years 140, three years 150. Mm-hmm. That's Insane. Must be nice. Oh my god! Must so, be nice. Uh, I mean, he's. I can't. I just. I can't. Uh, it's it's tough. it's so tough, guys. I mean, we're pop. My in. whole life has been mediocrity. Why can't I get paid like that? Like that's what I don't get. He is literally. He's fading into the darkness, so and he's about to get paid one hundred fifty million dollars for three. I years, can so. do that. Uh, I can so have where, a where hamstring I, injury. Where I stand, where I stand is give him, let him sign the one year contract, Absolutely. and then let's see what happens. Yeah. If he wins a national championship, or excuse me, a NBA championship this upcoming sure. season, I'll give him two more years. I'll Fletcher Cox contract James Harden for a championship. If you want to bring me a championship well, at forty seven million dollars this year, I'll extend you two. Because at least I got a championship. It's not even it. so much the money; it's the ability to make it a whole year to not have any issues, to not have any um, chemistry problems. If Injuries. he can make it a whole year without an injury or anything, and the team does well and they win, or they or they get you know further in the playoffs, then yeah, run it back. It's about paying someone to literally be hamstringed. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not about that. I see what you did there. Yeah, Tom Keith says, "Nope, take his option year. Don't extend." I'm there with you, pal. Easier said than done. I just don't went know up. if he accepts that. Like, is he going to? So, so the way the salary cap is set, just because and John Michael Cologne checking in with oh, 100 oh. stars, my guy. We appreciate that, my friend. Thanks for the 100 star donation. If our app is working correctly in the bottom left screen of the stream, you should bump Michael Youssef's 100 right off. There's Brian Um, we're gonna announce a little bit later. Ah, you know what? We'll, we'll get we'll back we'll get back to Sixers talk here shortly. Yeah, well, because you sent the stars, we gotta we bring go. it up. We are going. 
to the Eagles Bears game. So Shot Town fight, fight in Philly and Gary. Gary Luth, we pick one away game every year. We try to. We mm-hmm. try to. So uh, this year on the docket, it looks like the best game for us is going to be Chicago, and I believe that's December 18th uh, in Chicago. We try to do one away game every year. So we got a star challenge for you guys, and John Michael Cologne just got us started with the first 100. We have a 300,000 star donation goal. If we, we do did that. it, we could do this. Is, this is what we did last year mm-hmm. in October for the Vegas Raiders game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you sent Fighting Philly and Gary Lou to the Vegas Raiders game last year. Uh, so this year we're going to try to head for the uh, Eagles Bears game. So now we don't need 300,000 stars. We only need 299,900. Almost did terrible math there. You never go. It's so, summertime. Yeah, School's yeah. out. So we appreciate that. We'll get back to the Eagles talk, and we'll talk about how we're going to be flying out to Chicago if we're able to hit that star goal in a little bit. Let's get back to the Sixers here. What do you, what do you think Rob Thompson's saying right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, I'd much rather be having a beer right now than okay. playing this game. Yeah, right. So we're going to wrap up. Uh, Philly's just... Uh, finished up a game. Uh, they played a little earlier in Texas. Um, dropped that game here, but let's wrap up uh, the Sixers talk, and we will uh, jump into this. Phillies here shortly. So, a couple of rumors that we're hearing uh, on the NBA circuit, uh, and I don't... I'm- so exactly. I, I get, yeah. I understand it. He's definitely a gritty player. Um, the, his agent just came out and said that uh, he's declining the one-year seven million dollar deal that he had. Okay. Uh, and yep. He's not coming back. He's going to be a free agent, and the market's going to get set at about three years thirty. 30- million total. Not $30 million a year, three or $30 million, so about $10 million uh, a piece. Uh, Mo Ryder, we appreciate that like. So Thank 30 you. $30 million for a player who's 37 years old right now, Gary. Yeah. Are you doing it? Probably not. Not three years, 30. I just... yeah. It, remember, it's never about the money with the NBA. It's always about out the years and sure, sure. I mean, it is against. It is about the money that we're ca- we're trapped right now with cash, right? So well, what I'm saying is, is, you could just move it, like you yeah, could, right. You can't. You, you can't. Right. It's not like the NFL where you can. You know, there's dead you, cap later yeah, on. You can and just stuff. You know, right. move money. You move it. It's off the books. Further back, uh, North Philly Wolf checking in. I haven't seen that name there before in the comments. Go. What's going on? So, yep, uh, PJ Tucker's the name I'm hearing. He'll be 40 years old when that contract expires. Uh, I'm not feeling that. There's there's another guy I would rather have okay. that uh, that is also now being rumored. Okay, well, who's that? Um, Who you got? That is our boy down there, Eric Gordon. Yep. I'd like that front court a little bit better. Yep. Um, or, excuse me, the uh, the backcourt, right? right? And um. Yeah, especially that—that uh, that was one of our. Well, it was stronger until we got rid of, you know, uh, Seth, and then you know Ben. Thank God. But with Shake coming off, watch out. There's a mic there. There's um, without you know Shake Matisse, um, there was just Danny Green. You the bench just was so, awful. Yeah. So if you have Eric Gordon. 
At least you have a very reliable yeah, and you veteran, know. veteran presence. Right. Someone who's advanced a little bit in the playoffs. And who knows, if you keep Shake or if you keep one of these younger pieces, and even Maxi too, maybe he could learn a couple yeah, things maybe from rub, them too. Maybe it rubs off on him a little bit. Right. Sure, but I'd so. rather him over PJ right now. I agree. Personally. I agree. No, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, North Philly Wolf with the exclamation point notify in the comments. If you guys are unfamiliar with what that does, if you type exclamation point notify, all one word, into the comments, it will automatically automatically notify you every time Philly Sports Radio on Fighting Philly goes live. I have it. Never miss another podcast again. Type in exclamation point notify into the comments and you will get a notification every time we go live. And I do. And you do. That's it. And um, I'm, I'm here on the show and I still it. get and notified. Listen, I'm surprised you remembered to come over for our podcast. It's been three weeks in a row. Gary. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Look, it's not so, about the time. It's a, it's about the day. That's I, true. I got 24 hours to get this right. That's true. Bry Guy checking in. What's up, Bry Guy? Uh, so, yeah, so now here's a name where I am, let's go <clears throat> for it, okay? Let's package Matisse Seibel, mm-hmm. this 23rd pick. We don't even oh, have, don't have to do that. Oh, we don't have well, to no, do no, that no. now. Yes, you do, you do. You would have to move Tobias's contract. That's different. To make That's different, room though. for Bradley Beal. So if you guys haven't uh, seen uh, or read... Bradley Beal has announced to his agent the three teams. First, first at late night, he actually announced that he wasn't uh, doing the player option. He was opting out. Correct, correct. That was the first thing. First so that's step, what started the little sizzle. His, he declined his $33 million contract, which, who, my God, who says no to $33 million? When but he gets a three-year 150 at $50 million a year average, And a winner. Um, and, and get out of that team and out of that situation for sure. So, so that's, that's Bradley Beal looks like he could be available. Uh, and now it's just got to make sense. Uh, Lurie Luth checking in with Mike Checking there we in. Go. That should update pop over on the bottom left corner. We appreciate that donation. Getting us that much closer to Chicago. We appreciate that 145 Mama Luth checking in. 100% attendance. Give this man a gold star. <laughs> Wait, who said that? even said that. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Bradley Beal announced, uh, well, once again, he declined his uh, player option mm-hmm. for $33 million. So, he's going to be available. He names three NBA players that he's already spoke to this offseason. What's one? Number one, mm-hmm. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Who's number three? Joel Embiid in the city. Sixers. Let's Boy. go, baby. Let's go. So, Bradley Beal. Hey, JoJo. What you doing? Yeah. Bradley Beal has announced uh, the three teams he's looking forward to playing with. If he can make it happen. Now, does he have an order of these three? He, That's the thing. So, I don't know what the number two Officially number three option yeah. is. But he did come out and say that he's trying to make it to Boston. He would look so much better in red, white, and blue. I mean, if he doesn't, if he doesn't know about I agree. I mean, yeah. well, he already had that in Washington. Maybe he just—it was gray. Like, That's true. That's it was true. gray. I'll give you that. Gandalf the gray. I'll give you that. So, but yeah, if if there's any action the Sixers can do, any any magic that Maury can make happen, we need to find a way. I mean, you have to get rid of Tobias Harris's contract. Put, put him right? in the you Houston mean, Rockets jersey first. Yeah, yeah right. You got to. You got to give. uh, You got to make room for this contract. So I mean, you got Embiid making max. uh, You got. We got rid of Ben Simmons' contract, thank God. But you're going to be replacing it. 
You got to get rid of James Green. You got to get rid of seven million. Um, you, you know, you have Tobias Harris making I think thirty three million. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you got these heavy hitter contracts out already. You got to make room. So Tobias Harris would be the odd man out. I'm letting you know right now. I love Tobias Harris. I think mm-hmm. he's a well rounded uh, overall a good player. He's just not at that tier where he's going to just lift you up and take you to that next level. He has not been a journeyman. Himself, no. I think he's been on five teams in his yeah, NBA career. That's, that's what um, the biggest shame with him is. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's all potential. Moving, and, yeah. and, there's, and he shows flashes of, you know, I can put up 25, I can get you 10 rebounds. You know what I mean? I can get you six assists. And you're like, ah, this is the when, when Embiid went down with COVID, you saw it. He stepped up. He stepped yep. up. And I'll be honest with you, the first round of the playoffs, uh, and second round of the playoffs, yep. when, uh, second round, you know, actually, he, yeah. uh, you know, got banged up. Um, and, you know, broke his orbital socket and had to, you know, you had to take more of a leadership role, and he did. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'd be sad Can, to see Tobias You can't Harris restructure go. in the NBA. That's all nah. the thing. And That's the tough. only reason I would get rid of Tobias Harris, there's one player I'd get Tobias for Harris for is Bradley Beal. Right. You don't have to trade for him. Nope. You have to move his contract to make room for Bradley Beal. You know, Bradley Beal's going to get a max contract. So. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, the only other thing that I've been hearing coming out of the, the Sixers front office is uh, Wojo on SportsCenter today, or was it yes? I think it was yesterday, uh, made a joke where if your phone hasn't rang from Daryl Morey for the 23rd pick in the first round and Matisse Seibel, your phone is turned off. Is what Woj said. He's called every year in the league. You have a block. Letting them know that the 23rd pick in the first round and Matisse Thibel are available. Now, the reason they have to do that is because they have lost the ability to uh, only draft or only trade the first round pick because of uh, who was a burner phone. Uh, Colangelo? Colangelo, because you did you can't do it consecutive years. Yeah. So the loophole is is you trade the pick and the player and you're okay. okay. But we don't we theoretically can't trade a, a first round pick till 2029, something like that. Uh, we've like two first round picks until 20. Yeah, so you're gonna have to build through free agency just because we 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 don't have the draft capital. It's just not happening. Thanks a lot. He could say anything back. He'd blow everybody out. We have a bunch of second round picks trying to build a franchise again. Yeah, well, they got us a lot. So so, I mean, that's far on the Sixers front. Uh, Once again, I'm all in on uh, Tobias Harris out the door if it means Bradley Beal. I got no problem. What I what I think is gonna happen is they're going to bring back uh, James Harden on the one year. They're either gonna extend him uh, another. Another year or a, a, a second or a third year, mm-hmm. um, which I don't want to happen, especially if that number is 140, 150. Um, it's not my money, but it just it's going to pigeonhole us from spending that money somewhere else. Like we had no bench help. If you're going to bring, if you're just going to run it back as is, you're looking at the same bench. It's called Aaron Rodgers syndrome, yeah, is what it is. Exactly. It's, you take all the money away from the team. And not be able to have any talent around you. Yep, yep. So, and that's what we got on the on the Sixers front. So, um, fast forward to uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. They played today a little afternoon special out in Texas against the Rangers, and uh, they dropped another one. Gav, they lose seven nothing last night. 
but we got uh, Zach Wheeler on the mound today, so you're, you're feeling confident, you're feeling mm-hmm. good, um, and I'll be honest with you, the bullpen didn't do too bad today, they only gave up two runs, uh, so when your bullpen only gives up two runs in Philadelphia, you're like, oh, the bullpen had a, bullpen had a great day. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, bullpen had a great day, so they yeah. dropped their third game in a row, uh, the first two uh, against the Rangers, uh, so we got two more against the Rangers, and then we got a three-game stint against San Diego uh, coming up here for the Phillies, so they got to turn it around. I mean, as we're moving forward in the last 20 games, I had on the on the on our write up uh, in the last 19. They finished their game today. Mm-hmm. So in the last 20 games, the Phillies are 15 and five. You want to go 15 and five every, every 20 20? games the, okay the rest that. of the way? Yeah. I'm completely okay with that. Yep. Uh, you know, from, from my math, I, I'm thinking around 90 wins is going to take to to win the wild card. Probably around wild, well, 90 wins uh, will get us to to making uh, you know making the playoffs there. Sure. So uh, we we'll see. Uh, you know. 36 and 34 on the season, two games above 500. You know, they still got a lot of work to do. Uh, but we got some good news. Bryce Harper back in the lineup today. So that was about damn time. You know, they've been, you know, in this stint in 15 and 5. You had four games where you didn't have Harper play. Gene Segura's been out for uh, another I week. I can't wait for him He's to come back. He's come back in a couple more weeks, uh, you know, with his injury. Doesn't know how to lay a bunt down and breaks his hand. Andre Jordan checking in. What's up, Andre? This is and then the if uh, Castellanos can figure out that he's playing baseball, maybe, you know, yeah. that'll help. Yeah, yeah. So, he's, he's so for the money we paid him, I'm frustrated. But yeah, but he's honestly not the one that I'm worried about. He's not. He's not the one I'm worried about. He's not even he's performing. He's not producing for what his contract. I mean, don't get. I know who you guys say is worse, but no, yeah. I'm just saying he's not, he's not producing to what we expected and the money that we gave him and, and the and the numbers that he's put up. But he is a professional hitter. He's playing the outfield. He's not excited about playing the outfield. Uh, yeah. He actually has he, nothing he, to do with. He actually bat. took a terrible angle on a, on a fly ball hit today. Uh, that was a gapper, uh, and it turned into a triple, and it should have been just a double. But that's no. That's here why uh, we got to get him going at the plate, and and I think it, I think it will happen. So, um, but yeah. So I mean, here's a crazy stat. So we lost two games against the Rangers. Do you know we haven't beat the Rangers since 2014? 2014. How? Uh, it's insane. Opening day, 2014, the Phillies put up 11 runs and won the game. Right? Crazy. After that, they've lost 14 straight t- or some crazy number uh, uh, straight against uh, the Rangers. It's like the Rangers got our number. They, they can't figure out how to how to do it. Um, Tom Q says, yes, they'll do a second year so he doesn't uh, pout through the year. Yeah, I'm sure. That's, that's true. That's probably when James Harden funny stuff. Well, it's, it's Daryl Morey's, uh, you know. Godchild or something yeah, like that, you know yeah, he's, he's, he's going to do whatever he can. It was absolutely ridiculous. Oh my God. But yeah, no, so the Phillies, I mean, they they got some work to do. Once again, the fifteen and five in the last twenty. I'll take that the rest of the way. Um, so so Schwarber hit another two run bomb today. Bomb today. He's got nineteen home runs and he's batting two fifteen. So he literally. <laughs> Either hits hit a home run or gets out. Like there's no in between. Uh, he's he, I, I got to check his own base percentage. I don't know if he's walking at a good clip or not. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's like literally home run or not getting one base. It's literally no in between. Uh, it's I love it. It's crazy. So uh, we had a cool. Uh, we actually had a shout out. Happy belated Father's Day this past weekend. Yep. Uh, so uh, you know, since our last episode on Talking Broad, uh, the Phillies played on Father's Day, mm-hmm. and we learned something pretty cool about our, our skipper Rob Thompson. Uh, <laughs> So he uh, was very Stylin', close. Wilding, profiling. He was very close with his old man uh, and his father, and he um, he, he he wears a suit 
uh, on game day. And, and as we were talking off air, uh, it's not mandatory to wear, you know, suit. There's not a dress code anymore. Right. It's up to the franchise. The franchise, the Phillies are, are, aren't that, um, you know, conservative to where they tell you exactly how you have to dress. So some guys coming in the, you know, the warm-up fatigues, the hoodie, the t-shirt, the ball shorts. It's um, baseball. Like but on Father's Day... The Philadelphia Phillies players didn't tell Rob Thompson, and they decided to all wear suits in mm, honor of Rob that's Thompson's awesome. father. So you're talking about these players, like you know that chemistry, that mm-hmm. that clubhouse like vibe, and that locker room feel, and that we weren't getting with Joe Girardi. Supposedly, yep. I'm, I'm I'm digging the vibe. Like the players seem to have Rob Thompson's back, yep. and uh, we actually have a picture here for you. So check it out, Rob Thompson. Stunting on him uh, in the front row of the picture when the Phillies played on Father's Day. What is he rocking? A fedora. Fedora, is that brother. Ni- is that 1942 or is How that 2022? So pretty look at, cool. Look at the crew. Uh, courtesy of Bryce Harper's Instagram. If you ever wanted to follow Bryce Harper on Instagram. He literally it's looks Bryce like he's saying, wow, what? 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 You, what do you, got? you want a picture? All right, I guess, I guess. <laughs> so good stuff. Uh, Philly's all dapped up, uh, rocking their suits on Father's Stunt Day. On uh, with Rob Thompson rocking the fedora right in front. So we thought that was pretty cool. Bryce Harper with the no socks. Hope he doesn't get a... Uh, uh, a heel blister. A heel blister. So, did you? So, I blame him for that. By the way, that's put a picture. He was from taking too many swings. No, he didn't tell anybody, and he hit it, and yeah. then it got infected. Yeah, but you know what? I'll take that. I'll take that. I, I was pissed when Carson Wentz walked to the sideline. and was like, I don't feel very good. And they're like, You go sit down. You got to watch his leg. So, just yeah. I mean, he did look like a baby giraffe, like right out the room. Right, he was wobbling. So, what do we got here? Andre says, if you disagree with the Eagles. Uh, never mind. We have. Oh, hold on, guys. We got to hang tight on the podcast. We got a little bit of a troll here, so we got someone posting some spam in the chat. Let me clear that out real quick. What's he saying? Let me uh, see. No, it's a, it's a, it's a link to. Um, Is he a bot? No, it's a, it's a link to go, to go watch something. We got to clear that out, but it's going to throw our algorithm off. So I need to find it. And so if I said something nice like, get. No, so please don't. And I wish I had the censor button. It's a little too late on that. Uh, so let's go and delete, and we'll hit that out. And Ain't nobody got time we'll for your calm his ass down for a little bit. No spamming in the chat, guys. We appreciate that. Goes against our rules and regulations. So, uh, so yes, I mean, as far as it feels, uh, wrapping it up. Unless I mean, it's real spam. Yeah, fifteen and five in the last twenty. Um, so final signing off before we move on to the Eagles. Do they snag that final wild card spot? Uh, they're two games out of the wild card. Uh, they might be two and a half or three, depending on this loss and where the other teams uh, played, if they played yet today. Um, or will they catch the Mets and win the division that are eight games back? So there's a third wild card spot. I think that they snag the wild card. I think they average up, average up around 90 wins, and they sneak into the playoffs at that wild card Now, here's the real question. Do they do something to uh, to help them get that, that spot? So where... The rumor now is maybe Reese could be on the way out. He'd be a chip while he's hot. Sure. Kind of thing. No, yeah, I, th- I don't think Reese is going anywhere. No, um, they got to be buyers. They have to be. If they, they don't buy, if they stand still, right. sell or so, sell, then they're not trying. No, I hear you. I hear you. So where I where I stand on it, and where I think John Middleton stands on it is, um, he's gone all in over the luxury cap, right? Uh, luxury tax, rather. Right. So he's not going to make a move 
until the Phillies show him something. And two games fifteen over, and five isn't isn't showing him anything. Not when you're twenty games under five hundred to get to almost five hundred, winning fifteen and five. No, yeah, yeah, it shows you that the, it shows you that the the problem was that the owner didn't do the right thing and get rid of the coach a long time before that. I I, I hear you. I hear you. You're twenty one and twenty eight. And then they rip off 15 and 5. So at 21 and 28, obviously, you're not a buyer. Uh, I don't want to be a seller either, right? Because it's not like we're light years away. I feel like we're a couple of pieces if, away. Bullpen help. If they make no moves, they're not making the playoffs. Really? No. Okay. That's, that's, I, that's, they, I mean, hey, because that's, everyone else will be. Uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair comment. I, I, I think that the Phillies would have to be somewhere to five to ten games over five hundred by the trade deadline in order for bring back uh, Chooch. Uh, my dog just walked in on stream. By hey, the way, bye. if you're interested in seeing him, he's uh, walking <laughs> around. Uh, he's a hundred pounds. Surprisingly, you can't see him. You might be able to see just his butt there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think the Phillies do anything um, at the deadline unless they're five to ten games above 500. I think everything stays the same. I don't think they become sellers. I don't think they become buyers. Um, I think they'll stay put. Uh, if they can, if they go another 15 and five, you know, obviously with All Star Games coming up in July, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if they go another 15 and five, yeah, they're definitely going to be buyers at the deadline because they're going to be in that wild card spot and then contending for the division. So I think that's what it's going to come down to. So just saw it pop up. Uh, you know, the Phillies doing post game live. Uh, moving forward, now we're going to talk about what most of the people want to talk about of what we get talked. And you know what we didn't give out today? Oh my God, uh, where is it? I think I deleted it. I no did delete one likes it. Us. Uh, no one likes uh, uh, us. No, I deleted it. I'll have to get that set up for the next, right. uh, for the, I deleted that? our call in line by accident. I don't know how I did that. Uh, that's because I said we're producing our own show here. So, uh, the call in get line. Get rid of the producer. The, new producer. Call in lines 267-225-3132. Good thing I have it memorized because it's no longer on the screen. I'll get that back for you guys here. I was, uh, you know. I made sure you remember it. I knew it was okay, yeah. So I tried to make a, a, a button. I mean, I tried to make it buttonable, right? So where I hit a button and the phone number pops up on the screen and I didn't like the way it looked. So I deleted it. And when I deleted it, I deleted the old number off the screen too, like a knucklehead. But oh, once right. again, our call in line is 267-225-3132. Uh, and my dog is, this, this, my dog's decided that he wants to be a part of this podcast. Chooch. Chuch Rodriguez Fernandez is live on Facebook <laughs> right now, so bear with us as we try to calm our dog down, who's literally just bringing toys over to Gary as we speak, trying to be a part of this podcast. Go lay down, bud. Go. Uh, so yeah, we got Eagles football to talk about. We got an improved and uh, talented roster, and once again, we're talking about our uh, question of the night, uh, which is uh, who's your back. favorite Philly sports player that we got via free agency or trade all time so mm. favorite philly sports player um with the offseason the eagles had we brought in a ton of talent i tell you what let's let's add to that question and who who was the uh who was one of your favorite eagles that was the hardest to let go to see leave oh without a doubt brian dawkins okay reggie white was right there i think I, I was, but i was too young for reggie white i was personally too. yeah to be emotionally but attached. when I you look up the friend. stats you're like what were they thinking right and yep. uh someone who's on my list that we're going to to talk about here in a, in a little bit as we close out the show mm -hmm. uh we traded for and then traded away and i'm <laughs> i'm really confused as to why you know because he's one of the best of 
all time. Yep. Uh, so what do we got here? Tom Q says, Phils have changed their mindset. I think they will do buy in July. They will be buyers if they're uh, players out there for the bullpen or center field. Oh, that's yeah. fair. That's well, fair. So that's what they're saying. If they get rid of Reese, you can either A, get get – you're probably not going to get a piece, starting piece. You're going to get uh, – talent for the farm right but that opens up first base so you can have real muto move the first you can have harper move the first you can bring right. castellanos to first yeah. and then you can go out and get the uh, another outfielder, outfielder too and yeah. and the bullpen no, that's fair for so sure. it could for sure for sure but i agree i think that they, they got to win a few more games sure. uh sure. and and they will be buyers in july so uh moving in um or moving up to talking to uh, eagles football and talking about the talent that they brought on uh this off season uh oh, what do we got Tom Keith, we appreciate those 99 stars, my guy. Brian Dawkins with the rally towel, getting it going. We appreciate those 99. As always, and just announced on this uh, on this show, episode three of Talking Broad, yes, sir. every Let star you guys send gets us that much closer to the Eagles-Bears game in Chicago, Shot December town. 18th. So we have a 300,000 star goal to get to by October 1st. And uh, if we do, if we're lucky enough to have the supporters out there uh, that are able to sling those stars, get those donations in, uh, your boy Fighting Philly and Gary Luth will be in Chicago for the Eagles-Bears game this upcoming season. So, but uh, with the talent the Eagles have on the roster, Gar, who mm-hmm. do you think has a legitimate shot at making the Pro Bowl this year? I'm going to blow your mind with this one. <laughs> okay. Chooch. I'm going to. Hot take. Maybe a hot take. Okay. Pro Bowl. Hassan Reddick. Hassan? I didn't even put him on my list. I know. And he has not made a Pro Bowl yet. Nope. He's not made a Pro Bowl and yet. And he is going to go off for the hometown. I think so. I think so. They're going to uh, put him in a position. North Philly kid, Temple kid. There. That was uh, playing for the Eagles. Literally it, uh, letting the dog off the leash so on I'm, this one. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious as to, as to how they play him. Are they just going to convert him to a 4-3? They're going to make him like a T.J. Watt. They're going to let him do whatever he wants on the field. He's an outside linebacker in a 3-4. Mm-hmm. He's not known for his pass coverage. He's known for being a pass rusher. Doesn't mean he can't. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think they're going to have to tra- transition him to a more of a 4-3 style traditional defensive end. So, But I'm excited to see it. So that's your defensive uh, uh, lock for a Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you got offensive? Who are you thinking? Uh, do we have any first-time Pro Bowlers on the do- I mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's... Uh, well, excluding the offensive line, there are no pro bowlers at the skill position players the Eagles have on the roster yep. in their tenure. Uh, is there a, a skill position player on offense that you see making a pro bowl? Because obviously Kelsey's a lock for pro bowl. Uh, Malata's never made a pro bowl. He was going to be my he pick. He could backdoor the-, the pro bowl this year. I think so. I think that people aren't sleeping on Malata. I don't think he's a... It's uh, hard to sleep when someone comes through the back door. Six, Six foot seven. Three. It's hard to it's hard to fall asleep at six foot seven, three hundred thirty pounds. Coming through the back door. Coming through the back door for sure. There is no more back door. There is no more. Back it's just door. an outline of the man. <laughs> so Malata's got a shot. Obviously, Lane Johnson towards the latter part of his career, but still all pro worthy. Could make a Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but some interesting names. And actually, I don't know. AJ Brown did he make a Pro Bowl in Tennessee? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Somebody in the comments. We got a, a few viewers so. in here. Someone Google it for me. Has AJ Brown ever made a Pro Bowl? Let us know in the comments. Um, so AJ Brown's obviously going to have a shot. I want to uh, say he was. Some people are going to argue against Jalen Hurts being his quarterback might hurt his chance at being a Pro Bowl quarterback. I don't know because the, how because is he, because J, uh, Jalen Hurts doesn't put up gaudy passing numbers. Uh, a- as opposed to Ryan Tannehill? Sure, 16 passing touchdowns last year. I mean, Tannehill was mid-20s. 
So regardless, I mean, I get your concept, but Jalen Hurts had 16 passing touchdowns. Now he had 10 rushing. touchdowns. He could have had a lot in his 20s if Jalen Rager catches him. That's true. That's so true. I, I mean, I, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Okay, I know so, what you're saying, but so, I think the quarterback is. Uh, it's Jalen Hurts can only help him. I think I okay. don't think he can hurt him this year. Okay, I think I think, I think their chemistry together is obviously going right. to be a, a huge help. So, and with that being said, with AJ Brown in the building. Devonta Smith's got a shot at making a Pro Bowl now. So if AJ Brown is going across the middle, Devonta Smith's wreaking havoc in Just that second rip level. Rip the top off. I'm loving it. Uh, uh, McDonald's over here, unsponsored sponsor. I'm loving it. If Devonta Smith has an, uh, you know, uh, AJ Brown opposite side of him, uh, Dallas Goddard is another name. He is he, not he's made a Pro be Bowl. My... Zach Ertz started as the starting number one tight end last year. Gets traded to Arizona a few weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard goes the rest of the way. Um, I, he's got a shot. I think Dallas Goddard's got a shot yeah. at making his first Pro Bowl this year. I think they're going to. Um... With the line more short up and uh, uh, a lot more sturdy, less less injuries are going into the season, I think you're going to see them uh, let him off the leash as well and, yep. and let Dallas do his thing. I think so, yeah. And then obviously you got Darius Slay in the secondary. you got James Bradbury, nice addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles send You didn't say Ridgeway in there either. Hassan, Hassan Ridgeway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, he's still... With us, right? Yeah, but I, I think you're thinking of Javon Hargrave. Javon Hargrave. Oh, Ridgeway. Yeah, Ridgeway is like fourth on the death chart. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. You no, are no. really high on the side, no. Ridgeway. He might not even be in the NFL. No, 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 no. He's in the UFL right now. She, <laughs> no, yeah. Because I remember we, yeah, we brought him in and he, uh, yeah, he yeah, burnt no, out. That wasn't the uh, one. I think you're thinking it's of Javon Hargrave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I think Javon Hargrave yep. was a, um, because someone he was, was a, hurt or somebody. Yeah, he was a temporary solution. No, 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 I'm saying he was an alternate pro bowler last year. Uh, Javon oh, Hargrave did oh, go to yeah, yeah, the Pro Bowl last year as an alternate last year. So, yeah, so I mean, the Eagles got some talent. You know, we got some young players, got some new players, some new faces that got a shot at making a Pro Bowl. I'm excited to see Brandon Graham come back. I I think he, that man is so motivated. The smile I've ever seen in my life. The dude, he's a pretty boy. He's got that pretty boy smile. I love it. He used to do a broadcast with WIP. uh, the the last he, he's years. one of the best and interviews that he, that they so have. Like he's he's gonna be he's gonna be. He knows how radio. to walk around yeah. a subject so well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, Jalen Hurts sucked last night. Do you know why? Listen, man, that's my quarterback. All I can say is I had nothing to do with it. My <laughs> knee was blown out. And uh, I, I was next hurt. question. I was on the sideline. Next right. question. Right? I'm just here. I just so do I what the coach fine. tells me to do. Right? Marshawn Lynch is it. I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> uh, but no. So Eagles got some uh, you know interesting um, you know young guys on. Team, like I said, new faces, some new some new players that could end up making the Pro Bowl. We're excited to to see that. So, uh, with that being said, we've already announced we're going to go to Chicago this year. Mm. Uh, you know, if we can hit that three hundred thousand star goal for October first, the Windy uh, Apple. The, what? So the city see. that never snoozes. <laughs> we're going to blend every city uh, cliche. Southern pride. <laughs> uh, so we're going to see if we can make it to the Bears game, and that's going to be December 18th. Stay tuned for that. Tom Keefe just sent 99 stars a minute ago, mm. getting us 99 stars closer there we go. to that goal and getting us to Chicago for that Bears game. Uh, so moving forward, we have a lot of new faces, obviously bringing back some veteran leadership. 
What eagle are you, Gary Luth, looking forward the most to seeing play this year? I said him once. I said it once. I'm going to say it again. I want to see Hassan Reddick just punch someone in the face so hard. You're such I want a him homer. To deck somebody. Lean over. I'll take the taunt penalty. I'll do a. I'll do a GoFundMe for the fine. And I want him to see. I just want to see. Hear the mic. Pick him up. Welcome to Philly, bitch. So, and then just walk back into the huddle. So I think I think Gary Luth, uh, if you guys have uh, just tuned in, uh, Gary Luth's high on Hassan Reddick. Not Hassan Ridgeway. Hassan, not, no, 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 not no, 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 no. Hassan Ridgeway. No. Hassan Reddick. So, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's a great one. Uh, that's a great one. So, but my answer is so easy. It's so like cheesy and, and like really. That's the. Of course, we haven't had a dominant wide receiver <laughs> since I was in diapers. Okay, since, what are you talking about? I could go ahead. Right, okay, Desha- I, I was around for the Deshaun Jackson era, the default, before the Jeremy Macklin, before but, uh, Terrell Owens. Thank was the you. Last one. It was 2004. I was 14 years old. Still, yeah, if you're shitting in diapers at no. 14, we got a problem. Well, I mean, hey, you know, it, it, it depends, depends. Depends, I guess. Depends, right? <laughs> Oh, God, we're horrible. We have so many bad unsponsored plugs right now. We need to get older. Depends, because so, you shoot yourself Brown, at 14 years old. AJ Brown is who I'm looking for. He's just a big bodied receiver. I am excited to see him too. Uh, he though, looks yeah. like a, he looks like an Under Armour mannequin. He's just <laughs> yoked, right? He's just yoked. He's just insane. I just want him to moss people. Next time just, you're at your local Dicks or Sports Authority, just actually look at the mannequin, mannequins and make sure it's not AJ Brown. Ask him for an autograph just in case. It right. could be AJ Brown. We don't be, know. Yep. Uh, but no, I, I think AJ Brown goes 10 plus touchdowns this year. I think we're going to see Jalen Hurts develop so much in part to obviously having Devonta Smith, having AJ Brown, having that well-rounded attack. Mm-hmm. We had the number one rushing offense, the number one rushing quarterback last year, uh, and we added AJ Brown, who pro football focus, I don't put a lot of stock in them, had him as the seventh, I don't best, any. seventh best wide receiver in the NFL for this upcoming season. So, I'm I'm probably there. I mean, I'm probably could name five, six wide receivers I'd put ahead of AJ Brown easily, uh, and but for his so. age and for what he's already had production wise in his first couple of years in Tennessee, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see. I'm more AJ of a uh, Brown. I'm more of a pro football career. ADD guy. Not, fo- not I don't focus so much. Okay, I got you. I got you. <sighs> Terrible jokes. Sorry. So good thing this is a sports talk because if it was comedy, you guys would have turned us off by now. <clears throat> um, so yes, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm excited to see AJ Brown. Um, we're, we're, now that we know that you said Hassan Reddick's going to make the biggest impact, you mm-hmm. think Hassan Reddick's going to make the biggest impact moving yep. forward? Out I of do. all of the offseason acquisitions via trade, via free agency, via draft, draft uh, who do you have making the least impact? Okay, now follow me through because I have no it's, <laughs> hold my hand. So, all right. It's not going to be any for any other reason other than uh, you you have Slay and Bradbury on both sides, right? What happens when you have a dominant corner and you pay him? All of a sudden, everything stops. Why? Because you know he's a shutdown guy. So you go to the other corner. Right. So I think just between the two of Slay and Bradbury, the 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 offenses that they're going to play won't know. Exactly how to attack it. Okay. So I don't think Bradbury is going to have a lot of stats. He's okay. not, but, but, but the, that's but, not to say that he's not impact. Right. I'm but, just, so but, I'm saying. So, okay. I, I get exactly what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah. However, if, if there is a 
position in the NFL where you don't log stats, it's as long as stats don't get logged on you, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he, you know, hit, uh, Slay and Bradbury led the league in pass defle- uh, deflections yep. uh, since 2018, right? So uh, right off the bat, nobody is Jim Padrone coming in hot. What's going on, JP? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's Talking Broad on Philly Sports Radio. I'm fighting Philly. This is Gary Luth. We're talking off-season acquisitions. Who made the big? Who do you think is going to make the biggest impact? Who do you think is going to make the least impact? So Gary Luth's going with Hassan Reddick with the biggest, biggest. impact and uh, James Bradbury, Bradbury with the least yeah. impact. And that's just because whoop, he ain't messing around. Jimmy P, we appreciate those 100. And Jimmy Padrone, we appreciate those 100 Thank stars, you, my sir. guy. Just to let you know, we've announced uh, earlier in the stream, we are going to be going to the Chicago Bears game in Chicago, uh, mm. December 18th. If we hit our star challenge, Jimmy P, I don't know if you were around last year uh, when we were doing this, this uh, same campaign for the Vegas Raiders game. Uh, we're doing the same thing for Chicago uh, for December 18th. We put the... The deadline for the star goal, October 1st. Your 100 stars has just gotten us a little bit closer. We appreciate that, my guy. Thanks for Do the Do us donation. a favor. Like, subscribe, share. That's it. Make man. sure we can, uh, you know, we can give the birds view, the talking broad talk to everybody we'll, out there. We will, I will ship my shit to Chicago and we will broadcast live mm, from I Chicago like if we're able to make it. I- I well, like I'll, it. I say we interview fans. Maybe we'll do a road trip. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing a road, road trip. No, that's a Chicago. Not the, no, not, no. No. We were going to like the Giants or Washington, I'd say we could road trip. Well, it's all flat I'm, land. I'm driving to Chicago. Cleveland is literally just no one flat piece of paper. No. Yeah, I'm out on that. I'm flying to Chicago. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm flying first Sorry. class. You can, I apologize. You can fly coach. I'm going first class. <laughs> Nah, so so I, I'll let you know who uh, my biggest no, 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 no. Me, my, uh, who I'm looking for is going to make the biggest impact this year. AJ Brown, least impact. Are you mm-hmm. ready for me? Yeah. Some people might not like this answer. Nakobe Dean. I think Nakobe Dean will have the least impact of Can all I change of my the answer? season. Can I change what? my answer? That you want to Jordan Davis? Yeah. Jordan Davis. Because I didn't think of it like that. Right. And so, I think. So, least impact, I say Nico, I say Jordan Davis makes a bigger impact than Nicole. Least Dean. impact. That's on Ridgeway. Yeah, right. Least <laughs> <laughs> now, nah. all right. So, what what, what about Nakobe Dean? Has so, you so so as of right now? Out. So I, I know they only had two practices, and obviously we still got training. No mini camps up. or nothing. Uh, yeah, and they got that coming seven up seven week break. Yeah. So I mean, I, and, I, and that's a different topic that actually we don't even have on the on the on the list to talk about tonight. With um, uh, thank you, Jay, for like the stream. Nick, Nick Sirianni deciding to uh, uh, Nick Sirianni deciding to um, not. Go to practice on all of the available days you can practice. He, he shortened it, but whatever. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll move on. Uh, Robert Leshko checking in, man. We appreciate the like. Welcome to the stream. Uh, we're talking biggest impact. We're talking about least impact. I think Nicobe Dean. Uh, so I can um, see that. I follow. So he victim of circumstance. Yeah, I, fo- I follow a lot of the Eagles beat writers. Uh, and um, uh, thank you, Robert, uh, for the like. Um, Elliot Shore Parks. Uh, I don't. That. I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan, but he's got 10 years in covering the no, Eagles. No, he's... Uh, so I mean, he he he. He he, ha- he comes with off the wall takes. Uh, Yaj, we appreciate that follow. Welcome to the stream. Um, so <laughs> it's Jay. Is it? What's that? His name was backwards. 
Oh. Yash. Call me Yash. <laughs> yes. Jimmy, they coming in with 500. He said in that case, if we're doing a star goal to October 1st. Oh, oh, that's right. Just so you're aware, every star, uh, any donations that are 500 stars or more, whatever you type in the comments, it gets read to us, and there in are no case. exclusions. Jim Patron, so, hold my beer. Dallas, uh, Dallas, Dallas week. That one usually hits a lot of 500 donations because people like want to hear Dallas sucks read aloud to the class. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, uh, but I know you're not a huge fan of Elliot Shore Parks. I think he makes yeah. a valid point. Uh, as of right now, Nakobe Dean is the third Mike linebacker on the depth chart so they have tj edwards and that's a hometown White. dude right isn't is it tj no, it's no, a home, no, no. Uh, tj edwards uh no he's from baltimore um you're thinking of hassan reddick no, no there's another one he's from Rancocas valley actually. oh i got you I got we drafted you. him last year i got you i forgot uh, so just... reality of the game uh his body he's he's small He's on he's on a smaller side, um, so I, I mean I, I could see him possibly moving to the outside uh, mm-hmm. as his cr- career progresses, but we'll we'll, we'll see. I think Nakobe Dean. Uh, I think um, it, what we were talking about, Jordan Davis, will have a bigger impact. Jordan Davis is going to be rotated more, mm-hmm. um, but as of right now, Nakobe Dean's going to have to crack into that starting lineup where sure. Jordan Davis is going to be. Um, you know, a, 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 he's in. He's going to be third and one. It's going to be Jordan Davis every. Third right. one situation, you're going to see Jordan Davis on the field uh, for them run stop. Jordan, just, just stand there. Yeah, Jim Padron checking and says AJ Brown uh, is going to help Goddard get open a lot this year for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's yep. going to help everybody. Uh, all they're the not going to have Dallas having to stay in and uh, help on any of the. Uh, the line situations. That's yep. that's what you got to yep. hope so, for too. Uh, and as we come, uh, you know, to the conclusion uh, of our show, uh, we conclude every show with our lists. I got my legal pad right here, which is like I make fun of Ray Danger's legal pad. Uh, Gary Luth is going to come up with his list. But before we raffle off uh, our list, we'll read question of the night one more time, and that is, uh, who is your favorite Philly sports player? That we acquired via free agency or trade. So if it's a homegrown talent and we drafted them, not in the running. Nope. Only free agent and trade acquisitions all time. I'll give it a few seconds in the chat for you guys to run over your comments and let us know who your favorite Philly sports athlete all time. Tell us. All Do time uh, is uh, that we acquired via trade or free agency. So uh, I went first last week, Gary. Do you want to go first this week? Surely. Oh, let's do it. All right. Do you want me to start? See now, what I did. So I was, ranked as far as uh, I did them like ranked favorites. I just yeah. did. Uh, I just did a top five. So if okay. you want to read it off the so, order. I will rearrange mine while you're doing. All right. So. I'll do. So I did acquisitions and departures. Okay. Is what I did. Oh, and so, departures. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start with the acquisitions. It, I'll run right through them. So number five. What's that? Oh, I thought you were going to tell me no. Okay. I didn't think so. Oh. Robert Leshko, 90 stars. We appreciate that, bud. Yeah, Robert checking in at the beginning of the show. We, we uh, did a rest in peace for Tony Siragusa. I mm. can't think of the yep. other, the young player. Jason, name. or uh, Jalen Ferguson. Jalen Ferguson. Ferguson. Uh, 26. So, yeah, Baltimore lost a couple of players. Tony uh, Siragusa, I know I wasn't around for his playing days, uh, but I remember uh, him as a sideline broadcaster. He was usually doing something crazy. Let's put it this way. He he was the guy that... Uh, he was every, Frank Caliendo before Frank Caliendo. Oh, God. He was... Um, there was a couple times, if I'm not mistaken, he played on Thanksgiving. He was always the first one to the turkey if they won or something like that. 
or no, it was he went to the sideline and he was always there for that game and he decided always he grabbed one of the six legs that they had yep. all the time. Yep, it was sure. always uh So uh, before you read your list, uh, yep. we have uh Robert Leshko Jr. who's uh who runs Allentown Area Sports News page. Uh-huh. So make sure you check out Allentown yes. Area Sports News. He's always uh coming into our stream sharing uh commenting uh, very active, so go give uh, Allentown Area Sports News a like and a follow as well. He says, favorite acquisition via trade or free agency, Bryce, the MVP hopper. Mm, so very strong answer, very strong answer. So we'll, let's see what you got, guys. All right, the, so I just realized myself, I was all football, by the way. Wow. So uh, that's wow. born and raised, grew up, played all that. So okay. that's what kind of all stuck right. in my head. Right. So number five, uh, top five free agent acquisitions. Number five, I've been saying his name all night. Hassan Reddick. You just wait. Just wait. Hey, if he leaves the team in sacks. I'll give, nom, 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 nom. I'll, give you, I'll give you a hug. All right. All right. So you have I'll take it. Bill right. Berge, great answer. Ooh, that's a good one. All right. Number four, kind of, uh, eh, it's not too much under the radar. Jason Peters. Wow. Because, uh, from Buffalo. Yep. From he Buffalo. Had a, he, had a, he had a strong career in Buffalo. Yep. And, uh, he was the bodyguard. Yep. Uh, Mosey on did he play for us? 10? I mean, he, he absolutely. Yep. Uh, if he goes in, he's going to go slipped, in as an eagle. Slipped under the radar on my list, and there that's a very good answer. All right. Number three, number three acquisition. And, uh, same thing. This kind of, it kind of gets under the radar a little bit. Malcolm Jenkins. Ooh. Very strong answer. Because I can honestly say I wanted, I was one of the ones that wanted, uh, Darry, or Jarius Bird. The hitter. Yes. Yep. He was the big I wanted, and then yep. I heard we there got were the number like two, four Malcolm. safeties that, that year. Yes. And Malcolm Jenkins was, was number like, two, yeah, I he was think, like two right or in the middle three. of the pack. Right. And everybody was like, oh, great. We addressed the safety position, right. but we didn't get the heavy And he hitter. turned out to be right there as far as, uh, you know, Philly Hart and the impact I'll chemistry say, as, as Brian Dawkins. I, 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 I he was, right he was the one that uh, stepped up and talked to Jim Schwartz and said, Coach, it's not working. We need to simplify the defense because there's way too many injuries in the back. And that's when Avante Maddox had a good year and, and they made a, yes, a McLeod. Changes, yeah. Right? No, for sure. Strong answer, Malcolm Jenkins. All right, number two. And again, this one goes under the radar. John Runyon. Wow. We, I, that always Runyon. seems to slip my mind. I keep, I keep forgetting that we actually didn't draft yeah. John Runyon. Yeah. We, tra- we, uh, we signed him in free agency. Right. Yep. Yep. And his son is a hell of a player for the Green I Bay can't, Packers. Uh, I can't wait for a, this free agency to come. If yeah, they don't right. lock him down. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, man, Aaron Rodgers. So his political career, career, not too strong, but. Well, he has a farm. He's, <laughs> he bragged about that. And then number one acquisition. The reason we got to the first Super Bowl in 2004, Terrell Owens. Very Came in, tied the record, franchise record for or uh, receiving touchdowns, then wanted some more money, rightfully so, and then the franchise was like, they signed with McNabb. Yeah, that was didn't like that. So very strong list, real quick. Running back, just the names. We got right. top five acquisitions. Top five in order: Hassan Reddick, Jason Peters, Malcolm Jenkins, John Runyon, Terrell Owens. Nice, very strong list for football. Very strong list. So, yep. um, 
I'm going to date myself here on some of these because all of yours were, uh, I mean, other than Terrell Owens, I mean, they were all pretty old. Uh, no, um, uh, Jason Peters, Jason Peters, Malcolm, and, uh, not Malcolm, uh, John Runyon was one uh, of the older ones too. Yeah. So, uh, very good list. Uh, I was impressed. I liked it. Uh, where you did just football, I think I have. Every sport, I got every sport. So I got every sport. Oh, 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 right? I got, and I got a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, Dan Lehman says, my top five for the birds is Nick Foles, Asante Samuel, Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. Big play, Slay, and John Runyon. Great list. Dan can, Lehman. That, those are all valid. Yep, very, all valid answers. Dan Lehman. We might have to have you on an episode of Talking Broad. Oh, all right, so, so I got top five players. I try to give it some thought. I try to go historical. I try to go, like, I'll put it to you this way. Four out of my top five are Hall of Famers, and five is probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. So um, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kind of give you some years and a little bit of backstory. 1992, Gary, do you remember what you were doing in 1992? How old were you? Three? Three? I think I was, I was learning uh, how to curse 19, at that point. In 1992, the Philadelphia Flyers. I had a mullet, I think, actually. The Philadelphia Flyers in 1992 traded six players for one. <laughs> it was five players and then it ended up becoming a sixth player. But Eric Lindros yep. became a Philadelphia Flyer. There was a lot of there was a, there was a lot of uh, controversy. He was traded yep. and then he was traded again. I don't know if you know this. He was traded and then traded to the Rangers and then it had yeah. to go to arbitration and then they ruled yep. like now he's gotta go to the Flyers and and then the Flyers ended up having to overpay for him, give up all that talent. Yep. Um yep. so that was uh Peter Forsberg was in that deal. He ended up becoming a Hall of Famer. Like mm. there was a lot of uh talent. Uh Hexall and was in that trade yeah. and then we traded for Hexall back. Got him back. Uh, but he didn't make my list. But yes, nineteen ninety-two, uh we got the NHL covered with top five players, uh Philadelphia sports players acquired via trade or free agency. Eric Lindros, 1992. All right. 2009. Okay. Okay. The Didn't Phil- have a mullet then. The Phillies win the World Series, uh, and they decide they're going to go all in, uh, excuse me, um, for one, the late Roy uh, Holiday. Yes. Roy Holiday uh, traded for potty training daily. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we trade for Roy Holiday, and obviously we know uh, has a Hall of Fame-type career in Toronto, comes to Philadelphia, throws a perfect game, throws a no-hitter in the playoffs. It's just a shame we weren't able to win a championship with him. He was a part of that staff with the four aces. It was just unbelievable. The four horsemen, yep. uh, It was just incredible, but Roy Holiday, one of the best pitchers uh, you know that I've seen in my lifetime, Dominant, just electric stuff. Like you just knew you were winning. You just knew you were winning when Roy Holiday was on the mound. Yep. So this was before my time, but oh my god, if I could, if I had a nickel for every time my dad told a story about this guy, uh, I would be doing a podcast. I would be in, you know, maybe like making drinks on the like white sand beach turquoise water somewhere warm, and uh, probably not even caring that I don't have internet because I'll be enjoying right now. Jet skis on the beach. So uh, 1972. We're gonna go back to 1972. I wasn't a thought. The Philadelphia Phillies. Trade for Steve Carlton. Uh-huh. My man wins thirty games. His first season in Philadelphia. It's like not even he- thirty games. Possible. They finished in last place. 
And he won 30 games his first year as a Philly. If a, if a starting Carlton. pitcher even sees 30 games, that's a, that's a feat in itself Seriously, now. Absolutely. Uh, outrageous for complete games, uh, strikeouts. I think he won Don't get me wrong. Won it was four Cy Young Awards after we acquired him, right? So it's like, oh, my God, like idiots who traded Steve Young away. Rightfully so. I forget the name of the gentleman we traded for him. He had uh, several all-star appearances, uh, but he, did, he wasn't Steve Carlton. So the Phillies definitely <laughs> won that trade for sure. We're going to go even older <laughs> and further back than 1972. This player, probably the most dominant at his sport. And with the ladies. And, and with the ladies. Um, and holding up signs. I was just about to say. So in 1970, or excuse me. In 1965, the Philadelphia 76ers acquire Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. My man with 100 points goes off. And in 1968, they trade him to the Lakers. What are you doing? He's got the most dominant stuff. He's just taller than everybody. He's the most athletic. He just... He, he was the best player in the league. And they decided, you know what? This, this is a lot of winning. I don't, I don't know if we want to do this. By the way, he comes in 1966. They win a championship. Uh, and they're like, all right, we got one. Let's get him the hell out. Let's take him to the Lakers. Nobody Lakers, repeats I don't know, win like now. Six more with him over there. So, yeah. Will Chamberlain, 1965. Very nice. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, we had hit one that we agreed on, 2004. <laughs> T.O. Terrell Owens. Tom Keefe says lefty. They called Steve Carlton, by the way. Didn't know if you knew that or not. Because you're young and shit. I thought it was ambidextrous. <laughs> no, that would be awesome. The Phillies do have catchers the son. There's no lefty catchers. Nope. So at like 13 years old, the kid was like, I'm going to learn how to throw righty. Taught himself how to throw and ends up becoming a, uh, uh, you know, he's in the Phillies minor league system. He's on the Phillies scout team, single A, um, and he throws from both sides. So your question was, can he go back and forth? I've looked this rule up, and the, the pitcher has to decide what they are are doing first the switch hitter can be second so the bat the batting team is home so the batting team is allowed to see what the away team is going to do type of thing so uh, the home team the home team so the batter has the right to, to switch to switch as the pitcher as the pitcher is pitching so the pitcher has to basically set on the mound and then can't reset. Once oh, I wasn't set, even talking about in the game. I was talking about, like, go back-to-back -back nights. Holy shit. He could just... Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because his, his right his arm will be... His right arm than his left arm will be tired. Right. Holy but shit. But in between that... Your idea is way cooler than What you're doing, I used to do that when I was playing, like, Babe Ruth. So, yeah, kind of similar story. I, I was originally a left-handed bat, right-handed throw. Okay. Dad didn't like that. So he's like, nuts to that. You're going to learn how to bat right. So... Uh, Little League comes around and I'm struggling one, one, uh, stretch. David, David, we appreciate that share bomb, Cuzzo. Thanks so much. So the one time, uh, I'm having a, you know, a bad stretch at righty and, uh, my coach is like, well, what about batting lefty? So I did this little test. He's like, the f you're, you're stronger lefty. Try lefty. Went five for six after that. And then I started going lefty, uh, leave it off. So you'd be at bat, righty, right? As soon as the pitcher would kind of start in his motion, time. Switch the lefty, and then... No, no, you can't do that! Son, you haven't thrown the ball yet. Throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah so, so Major, Major League basically they don't want the batter stepping out, the pitcher stepping off the rubber, and they just keep doing it. No. So the pitcher has to decide first. The pitcher has to declare. Right, declare, and, yeah. And just declare which he's pitching, and then, but, um, at bats only. So mm-hmm. the next batter, he can go back. So if the next batter is not oh, a switcher, so it's not even then, in, it's so in the pitches, pitches. It's, it's a batter. A batter. Okay, okay, makes sense. To declare for the, for the batter, yeah. And they sure. got the glove that yeah. he probably, it switches yeah, within the same hand. It folds inside out, and you basically put the other hand in there. Pretty cool. Pretty so, cool. on a similar topic, uh, this comes out of sheer laziness for Chase Utley's dad. Awesome story I heard this years ago. It actually might be in the book behind me, Harry Callis's book. He tells a story uh, about how um, Chase Utley's dad used to throw him uh, soft toss, like right, like warming up, like you know, get some swings in. And uh, Chase Utley's dad was a big motorhead, big gearhead. So he had like this big detached, like three car garage that was on the side of their house. What he learned was. Chase was a pretty good damn ball player and a good hitter. He was right-handed, and when he hit the ball right-handed, he was a natural pool hitter. So the ball would just go flying, and they had like a you know couple acre backyard. And as a right-handed batter, the ball would the ball would get pulled to the left, and the ball would just go sailing into the backyard. And Chase Utley's father got tired of picking up all of the baseballs that were hit so far. All right, no, no, son, switch. Because the way the garage was positioned, that if he hit it left-handed and pulled the ball, it would hit the side of the garage and the ball would fall straight down. The dad did not. God bless laziness. Right? So this entire thing happens and Chase Utley gets changed from uh, being right-handed, swinging right-handed, fielding right-handed, throwing right-handed, to fielding and throwing right-handed. His dad converted him to a lefty. Uh, he, he later on to say when he went to UCLA, which who did he, who was he college teammates with at UCLA? Best friends? Chase Utley's best man at his wedding? Jesus. Uh, Freddie Mitchell, Philadelphia Eagles, fourth and really? They went to UCLA at the same time. Older uh, than UCLA him. at the same time. Uh, wide receiver for UCLA yeah. and second baseman for UCLA. Fred best friends. Chase Utley gets married. Fred, Freddie Mitchell was his best man at his wedding. Did not know that. Found that out. Telling you. Read up on the best. Uh, wonder wonder if Freddie uh, dropped the rings. Maurice Sherman checking in. What's up, Mo? How we doing, pal? Welcome to the stream. Bet you Freddie didn't drop uh, drop the rings as the best man like he didn't drop the ball fourth and 26. That's right. That's right. Mo Sherman, how we doing, pal? You're on live with Fighting Philly and Gary yes, Luke on Philly Sports Radio. This is episode three of Talking Broad. It's our Wednesday night podcast. We Here on Tuesday on night, the Monday morning podcast. <laughs> So, um, yep, so we are wrapping up our, uh, actually wrapping up the show here with our top five players acquired, uh, top five Philly sports players of all time. Uh, yes, I know, a little surprise, no Julius Irving. So I went Will Chamberlain over Julius Irving. Julius Irving was a good one. Um, you know, I, Moses, I, I, uh, Moses, yeah, Moses Malone would have been a good one as well. Um, so I have some honorable mentions here that are obviously a little bit more modern, a little bit more, uh, Matumbo. You know. No, so we had Bryce Harper, obviously 20. 2019 yeah. free agent signing. Sure. He already won an MVP. That's a slam dunk for a good one. Um, it came up in the comments. I believe it was Dan Lehman. Uh, but um, you don't win a Super Bowl without them. The Philadelphia Eagles drafted Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. And they traded him to the Rams. Mm-hmm. He leaves the Rams, goes to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Contemplates life. Comes from the Chiefs and signs 
in the offseason of 2017 to be the backup quarterback for Carson Wentz. What did they do that year? You won Philly Philly? Win a fucking Super Bowl. So not bad for an off-season pickup. You know, just signing a free agent that is the Super Bowl MVP, not too shabby. Not too I shabby. still think they should have gone with the two-quarterback uh, two system after yeah, that. Yeah. Just to, I mean, just to I mean, mess with everyone. I know, but you, Carson, It'll work. Carson It'll work. was a mental midget and couldn't handle it. That's it. Yes. Couldn't handle it. That's, that's it. it. So, and we will... Um, oh, yeah. So then this is the one that's the most... The most recent, uh, besides Bryce Harper in 2019, uh, something happened dramatically in 2018 in Philadelphia, and I was so excited. So was excited. Earthquake? But Ben Simmons was on the team, <sighs> and there was one individual who we acquired via trade, and if he was still on the team, we would have been NBA the champions this year. Baller. Jimmy Butler in 2018. We traded for Jimmy. How can I serve you, Butler? Resign Jimmy Butler. That would have been, uh, that would have been insane. You, you, you would not have James, uh, Harden on the team right now, but you'd have Jimmy Butler, uh, and probably a more polished bench. Uh, with Jimmy Butler. But yeah, so that's my list. I'll run through them real quick. Uh, we got 1992, Eric Lindros. Uh, we had Roy Holiday, 1972, Steve Carlton, 1965, Will Chamberlain, 2004, Terrell Owens, uh, 2017, Nick Foles, Bryce Harper, and 